Thanks for joining us on the King Law Podcast, where we give you a lawyer's perspective on anything legal or not. From criminal law, personal injury, and trending legal topics, we're your back pocket legal guide. As you know, there's been a popular Facebook group going around in all different cities all over the U.S. called Are We Dating the Same Guy? This has caused some backlash and tension. It was originally created to protect women from men who had unsavory intentions. But some may say that it has recently turned into a breeding ground for petty posts from exes or, in some cases, creating a space for false allegations. In this video, we're going to talk to retired officer and private investigator Jen Morales. She's going to give us her perspective on are we dating the same guy and give us some tips for safe online dating. But first, I need you to hit that subscribe button so you can stay up to date with the legalities and the safety on are we dating the same guy. All right. Jen Morales, private investigator. Hi. Welcome back. Hi. I'm excited to have you on, and I'm excited about the topic we're going to be discussing. (laughs) I can't believe it's been a year. I know. It's been a long time. So I want to refresh people on who you are and what you do. I know that you worked as a police officer. Can you tell me a little bit about how long you were a police officer? I started with the city of Rochester Police Department in 1993. Worked on the streets for a little less than a year before I went to the city's tactical unit, which is a proactive unit, and then transferred into narcotics where I was an undercover police investigator for almost 19 years okay. before I retired. Okay, and then you became a private investigator. How how many years have you been doing that? February, it will be seven years. Okay. How do you become a private investigator? I think each state has its own laws or rules about becoming a private investigator. New York State is a little bit more strict, and you have to have the experience kind of behind you, like as a police investigator, I could automatically take the test. Um, You have to take a test. You've had the training, essentially. Right. You have trainings all behind me. But like if you not being in law enforcement wanted Mm -hmm. to be a private investigator, you would have to work under a licensed private investigator for three years. And then after that three year mark, and you could prove to New York State that you, had that, three, yeah. <laughs> that you had three years experience, then you could apply, take the test, and get your license as okay. well. And we'll get into this a little bit more as we talk about our topic, but do you use social media often to do your investigations? We use social media a lot, and we have some really good databases or sites that we rely on to give us some amazing reports. Mm -hmm. These sites can locate an individual's entire social media, a a Twitter account, a Snapchat account, Facebook, Instagram. They locate everything. They can locate phone numbers, home addresses. Yeah, Um, so they're really vital. They really are. And if I want to know, you know, some of these sites, I can ask very specific questions. Mm -hmm. Tell me all of Bree's ex-boyfriends or, you know, does she have any kids? Good luck. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But they are so, some of these sites that we use, they are not expensive. Provide so much information. Yeah. Criminal histories they'll provide Mm -hmm. more than just a social media. Right. Analysis. Yeah. And then once they provide it, 
then we'll take that information, like the profile accounts or the profiles of the account and search through if we can, if they're public okay. ourselves, just to make sure we're not missing something. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't just rely on those reports. We go that extra mile and look through social media ourselves. Yeah. You know, just with those profiles right. that they, they give us. So let's roll into why I have you here, here today, because this is a topic that I think is really interesting in the sense if, of new age dating, if you want to call it that, online dating. And I want to preface this with this is not a bashing session for like men that are on it or the women that post about it. I just think it's really important to talk about and know the information of like what this could potentially do to someone on either end. So for anyone who doesn't know, Are We Dating the Same Guy Facebook group is a group that is made from women and they're all over. There are different groups for whatever city you live in. Um, And it's the whole idea and reason was made was to protect women from men who might be dangerous or really not have the best intentions with women. And I think that's really important to have something like that. But has it become more of a dangerous situation than a helpful one at this point? So that's why I have you here to kind of showcase, like, what does this look like and talk about it a little bit. So let me ask you, what are your initial thoughts on this group? Do you know, so who started this group? I honestly, I don't know. And all of our notes, is it in your Wikipedia? <laughs> it, I think, like, I, I know, know, like, I think it was started in New York City, but I'm wondering, like, the premise behind it. And I mean, obviously. I mean, it was to protect some, right, women. Right, to protect yes. women. You know, and sometimes I feel like men need to be protected from women, too. Right. You know, honestly. Right. Especially with it's, the line of work we do. And you've seen. Both sides. Both sides. Not, and I think the group is not a bad thing if it's done right. Right. But I think at this point it's become such a phenomenon and there are so many people in each group. Like I think the Rochester group alone has 30,000 people. How do you Holy How do cow. you keep the, – and the whole group is supposed to be controlled by admins. So like things that are not allowed on the list of rules for the group should be – you know, handled by these admins. But how do you do that with there's people no posting that, so many things, commenting all the time, and there's 30,000 people in the group? So There's no way they're going to catch everything. Right. People post. So let's say a woman posts the guy, which can also be anonymously, which might be good or bad. I guess it depends. And then they say, hey, like N-E-T, the name is Matt or something. They can't do last names. They can do first names or like first letters, things like that. And then people will comment and be like, yeah, I had a date with him yesterday. and Or, yeah, we dated three years ago. He seems like a great guy. Or, no, he was terrible. And then they share their experiences, whether they're good, bad, or everything in between. Um, And they put photos. And they put a photo of the guy. Yes. And then chaos occurs. (laughs) Um, My question is, if there's an allegation that is made by someone that is not true, or let's say it is true, and then a criminal investigation gets opened up, what are some of these charges that might come into play if you're the man being posted or the woman being 
or commenting. So I guess, you know, the woman commenting, making an allegation, depending on what the allegation is, I don't really see any law enforcement running with an allegation from social media without it actually being self-reported directly to law enforcement, unless it's something so egregious that they have to, like maybe Mm -hmm. some, you know, children are involved Mm -hmm. or, you know, trafficking's involved, human trafficking. But I don't see just like a basic allegation being investigated by police. Okay. But if they make a false allegation Mm -hmm. or start bashing some guy that they dated without any verifiable facts and they're just assassinating their character, Mm -hmm. I think that the male part of that has really good ground to stand on for some sort of defamation, you know, or let's say the girl posts every single day about him. Mm -hmm. Probably harassment charges, you know, especially if somehow, you know, he were able to get word to her, I saw what you posted, please don't post anything again. Mm -hmm. If the male was able to tell the, you know, whoever's posting about him, like, knock it off. Those are her aggravated harassment charges. Right. And it's also like defamation. I know we do criminal defense at King Law, so we don't do defamation, but you would think it would definitely be defamation if it's not true. And then it's also like, how do you know these individuals who are posting are credible? Like, how do you know they haven't even met they met the person? Like, I could go on there right now and pick a guy and make up some random convoluted story and it's not true. Like, right. so it's hard, I think, because you want to believe that everyone's telling the truth, but you have to know in reality that that's not the case. So it's like, yeah, if you see a post with 20 people with the same experience, there's probably some truth to that. Right. But I don't know. It's just, it's it's hard. And then it's like on the guy's end, like, what if he really is innocent and someone is saying these things and they're not true? But then it goes the other way. What if... They are true, and, you know, this, and does he deserve it? I don't know. I guess that's not up to me to decide. We've talked about that before, you know, at this stage of the game in my life, I've learned to just be so aware of being so judgmental because you're right, 30 people could get on there and start bashing somebody, but all 30 people might not know the guy. Right. But then if you're the girl that's about to go on a date with him, you're going to probably think twice. Right. Because there's all these horrible things being said about the guy. But I know better now at my age and everything I've experienced in the police department as a private investigator in life itself. I better judge someone for myself. Yes. I mean, I definitely think it's a useful tool in the sense if there are really terrible things being said, then yeah, maybe you should think twice about setting that date up. But I think it, the group has also gotten to a point where it's almost like a little petty, where you're kind of taking away from why this group was made instead of being like, his apartment was shitty. Like, no one, can, like, okay, great. But like, that's not the point of this group. So like these little dumb details get stuck and buried into maybe the ones that really should be read and really are a concern to people. And that's kind of why I'm like, well, 
Like what, what is this group really about now? And I know like if I really truly wanted to get a message out, if I was dating and on these social media sites, I would want to make sure that I guess my message was clear and concise Mm -hmm. and somehow I would post something that's going to verify what I'm claiming. Right. Because people, you can tell when someone's reading emotion, right? And they're pissed and they're mad and versus like, this is my experience, like take it for what you want. Right. Or like, this is my experience, stay away, Mm -hmm. you know, because it could be dangerous. So I I mean, if I had a text message or a converse, like I would want to, do they do that? Do they post messages? They have, but they, so you do have to like cross off the names and things like that. But I've definitely seen messages be brought in back and forth, but. You um, can also manipulate those though. You could. Yes. I could text back and forth with you (laughs) and then post it on there. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't put it past some people to do that. Right. Right. So it's hard though. I think it's Mm -hmm. just like hard in general to kind of balance it between people telling the truth and trying to actually protect each other versus someone angry and trying to go after someone. So it is. How would you approach an investigation if someone were to come hire you and say, hey, I have a definite like I want to like a male comes forward. I want to hire you because I want to sue someone for defamation. What does that look like to you? So if somebody calls into the office and says that they're part of this Facebook group where, Mm -hmm. you know, women have said things that aren't true about them, I think that we would have a long interview process with that person just to really get all of the facts from them. You know, who are these women? Did you date them? How many times did you date them? What was the relationship like? Mm -hmm. Um, How well do you know them? Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you know about them? Mm -hmm. And then... If someone wants us to do an investigation, obviously we have confidentiality agreements, but I would like to most likely, since this is social media, I'd almost ask them to sign a consent to search. You know, specifically, you know, I'm not going to search their whole entire phone, Mm -hmm. but I would want them to basically walk me through is it Facebook that they're on that they communicated with the mm-hmm. women through Instagram? So you would download their phone? I would ask which apps they're using, and then I would ask them to sign a consent to search, and I would download the contents of those and then, like, review everything with a fine-tooth comb. And those are the true messages, like, unmanipulated? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. With the, you know... Not screenshots. It drives me bananas to see screenshots as evidence in 2023, 2024. Because you can download a phone. You, anyone can download a phone. Like, it's honestly, it's so easy for Android or Samsung's. Get the app, Cool Muster. Mm-hmm. Cool Muster. You can download chronologically text threads between anyone. Mm-hmm. That you communicate with. Yeah. With iPhones, it's amazing. You download those onto your laptop. They're completely safe. And it's so easy. Yeah. And it makes my life so much easier. And then I can present really a 
very thorough analysis of, you know, whether you have a case or you don't have a case for harassment, stalking, defamation, because if there was some sort of criminality to, you know, if somebody came to us and said, someone's bashing me, more than one person's bashing me, they have no reason to. And if there was a legitimate criminality to it, I would give it to whatever law enforcement agency was the jurisdiction of, you know, the client. Right. Right. So if you're the guy hiring, you better be telling the truth because you're going to find out regardless. Yes. Yeah. Um, And, you know, and as part of that, too, you know, I might look into the social media history of the girls making the accusations mm-hmm. or, you know, the complaints against him mm-hmm. and see what you're they're finding out what happened. You're looking for the truth. And I think that's what people forget is like, that's it. You're, you're not being hired to like, oh, you're on my side. No, you're hired to find out what the truth is. So Correct. whether it's the male or the female who are in the wrong, like you're going to find out what it is. Yes. And, and we have no problem telling our clients like, hey, sorry, you've got nothing here. Mm-hmm. And we tell them that right up front. You might not have a case if you want to still move forward with it. Mm-hmm. We're happy to help you. But you have to respect our opinion at the end of it. Yeah. Because it might not be what you want. Right. It might not be what you want to hear or see. Mm-hmm. I think with, you know, Tracy's experience and my experience, we can both figure out if someone has legal ground to stand on, whether it be a claim civilly or a criminal case. So do you think this group is more helpful or harmful? You answer that first, then I have a comment to that also. Well, I think, honestly, I think that any group of women trying to look out for other women Mm -hmm. is an amazing thing. I mean, I I really, like, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love when women look out for other women. Mm -hmm. And it really hurts my heart when women try to hurt other women. Right. Um, But there's also where it can get out of control. And you're always going to have, like, no matter what group you have, you're always going to have your bad apples. Right. And it's almost like, you know, it's almost like a Bravo TV show on Facebook. Yes. You know, it's just entertainment at this point. Total entertainment and... It's like a reality TV show on your Facebook account. I agree in the sense of like, I think personally it might be more harmful at this point. And I love, and again, what you said, like, I think women should support women. But I think at this point, the group itself is more just entertainment because, and could be harmful because if you have a true victim who decides to post, the likelihood of the guy finding out is basic. I think almost 90% because you have people's sisters, cousins, friends, coworkers, whatever, who screenshot it and send it to him. And if that person is really dangerous and a stalker or whatever the else that they're claiming he is, they're going to go f- come after you. And all of the women that are saying this stuff. So it's really dangerous. And like being a girl's girl, like you just threw these people under the bus and you might think that that guy's great, but what if he's not behind closed doors? I guess you never know. And right. I think a lot of these girls are saying, when I was first introduced to the Facebook group, really the the way I was introduced to it, she said, 
hey, you got to take a look at this. This is hilarious. Right. So, right? So, entertaining. Exactly. So, the whole premise of the group and the actual reason is now gone. Entertaining, right. (laughs) Yeah. And then when you have girls, because what I saw was so-and-so's a narcissist, Mm -hmm. you know? And then when you have the men and or women with the narcissistic personalities and you add a sociopathic tendency with that narcissism Mm -hmm. or a psychopathic tendency, like with a mental illness, Mm -hmm. with the narcissism, that is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. And it could really send someone, you know, male into a tailspin and really put the women in harm's way. Right. So let's say there's a true victim out there. Someone gets posted, right? Do you believe that there's any way that they can share their experience and be safe through the group? I think you you know you can't really convince like I'm sure there's so many fake Facebook accounts out there that I'm sure someone could get the message out there mm-hmm. in such a way that it's true and verifiable mm-hmm. and Well you can post it anonymously. Oh, but so- that's like a whole another thing is like does that I guess in that case that would be the appropriate way to do that. Right. I guess I would definitely recommend the not because, mm-hmm. right, if you really are afraid mm-hmm. and a victim and you're scared for another woman, mm-hmm. you should warn them. Right. And you should also do it anonymously. Right. Don't be yeah. silly right. and Just put your name out. and face out there so right. that that person can come after you. Because if they're treating you like that, they've treated others like that. Right. They're not going to know who it is. Right. Or like private message or something like that. But do you think... You know what? I like that idea better. Yeah. Hey, you know, like if anyone... Because people have commented that. Yeah. If anyone has any questions, private message me and call me. Right. I don't want you to end up in the same boat I was in. And then 30,000 people don't know your... Your, your personal information either, so that's... <laughs> right, and 30,000... Like, I guess if 30,000 people know, I guess I'm thinking it's more entertainment than... Right. You're really, truly scared and looking out for someone. Like, right. you really want someone to not fall into the same trap or circumstance that you did. Yes, and I think, obviously, you probably know the best if you're a victim of something that has happened on dating, you should report it. Hundred percent. Yes. Right when it happens, mm-hmm. do not wait. I, yeah. I think that's it's so important to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're a male and some, you know, a victim or a female and a victim. Right. Always report it mm-hmm. immediately. My last question is: What do you recommend for men and women when online dating? Is there any safety tips that you can come up with? From your line of work and seeing what you've seen throughout your many years of experience as like a police officer and private investigator, how do you stay safe? Stay off social media. Don't online date. (laughs) Those are the two quickest safe. um, But no, um, I have a girlfriend who does the online dating Mm -hmm. and... Every time she is about to go on a date, she will send me a photo of the male she's about to go out with. Mm-hmm. She shares her location. Mm-hmm. She tells me where she's going. Same, yeah. And if she's 
you know, really, I guess, a little skeptical or doesn't know the guy from texting back and forth enough or talking on the phone enough. I have been known to show up. Happen to get a drink at the same bar yes. at the same place. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's one of those text me if you want me to interrupt. Yeah. Or let me know if you want me to just stay in the shadows because I'm good at both. Right. Yeah. Whichever you want, I'll take care of it. And the same goes for, like, you know, some of my male friends, you know, my neighbor, he would do the same thing. Yeah. So. Right. You know, if he's uncomfortable, my husband and I will take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. Make someone aware that you're doing this. Always. Always let someone know where you are, where you're going to be. And if you decide to go from the coffee shop, because they really, like, I always recommend starting small, too. Yeah. Not going out to, you Don't go to their house. No houses, no dinner. Go to a coffee shop first. I also think, and you can tell me, it's like, go with your gut, right? Like, how many times, like, in my experience, I've seen someone post it on there, and there have been comments about nothing bad, but, like, the same same thoughts that I had, right? So it was like, oh, okay. Like, I should have just trusted my gut. To begin with. And Always you, trust you your gut. You don't need validation. Just go with your gut. I mean, there are times where I think sometimes our thought process gets away from us. Mm-hmm. But always trust your gut. Right. I mean, we, I can make a mountain out of a molehill, like, instantly. Yeah. But my gut's usually yeah. right on. You know, I, I might add on to it, but it's yeah. pretty it's pretty on point. If someone wants to hire you or, or find more information about you, where can they find find this? Not social media. <laughs> no, definitely. No, not social media. We are not on social media. We do have a website, mm-hmm. CassAndMorales.com. Okay. And it just gives Tracy's bio, my bio, um, pretty basic, you know, services that we offer. It's, okay. You're not going to see our pictures on there or anything. Yeah. But um, it does. And it's C-A-S-S-A-N-D. Okay. M-O-R-A-L-E-S dot com. That concludes this episode of the King Law Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe and check out our socials at King Law Attorneys. And if you've happened to have been injured or charged with a crime, now you know who to call. King Law. Take charge.